Hey everybody, Mike R. here from Hashtag 59. As I mentioned, we are getting ready for another one of our Outdoor Adventure podcasts. Our location and recording sponsor of this podcast is Hopewell Works. It's a place that I'm a member at, and I'm actually here with Brian Z, who's been on the podcast before and is in charge of Hopewell Works. Brian, say hey and uh, tell us, why are you sponsoring the Hashtag 59 podcast? Well, it's definitely not just your good looks, Mike. Uh, We are glad to have you guys here. Uh, No, we love Hashtag 59. We love anyone that's rooted in the interest of exploration and we believe part of what we're doing is designing a, an experience here where you can expand your horizons, change your environment for your workday, for your friends, uh, your meetups, your groups. So as you mentioned, uh, Hopewell here, we, we run what we call like a student union for professionals. So if you want to come in and use our coffee cafe, we're open to the public, the membership unlocks, high-speed Wi-Fi, private events, and some other spaces. So for us here, you know, it's all about trying to find people like connecting with themselves and with each other. Well, we love being here. All of our podcasts are recorded here. And how can people find out more information? Yeah, uh, the internet is by, by far the best place to look for us, hopewell.works. And um, you can also also just shoot any one of us a message on any of the social media platforms and we'll get back to you. Wonderful. Let's head on into the inside of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Thanks, Brian. Hey, everybody. Mike R. and Amy K. back with another episode of the Hashtag 59 podcast, where we discuss outdoor adventure and travel in everyday places. And our special guests today are, drumroll, ourselves. (laughs) No special guests today. It's just the founders, and it's long overdue. We're Uh, just chatting. We're just chatting. Fireside chat. Yeah, this is very <laughs> low key today, but uh, I think you're going to like what we're talking about. Hopefully give you some ideas, whether you live internationally or live in the country that we live, the United States of America. We're going to talk about great American adventures today. And it's probably a little bit different than what you may perceive uh, that to mean. And we're going to dig into that. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I'm, I want to start off actually, though, with Amy. Uh, so... A lady who listened to our 52 Places to Go in 2019 podcast that I do cooking classes with just got back from space camp. Adult space camp. She took her granddaughter and so they did the combo. So they did like kid and adult space camp for a long weekend. I knew you would be into it. (laughs) I mean, I'm a little jealous. You even referenced it in your podcast profile. A little space (laughs) camp love. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Amy's podcast profile or that podcast, um, Amy likes Space Camp. And so does my friend Diane. She said it was awesome. So Well, that's good. Yeah. She had I, don't, I, I didn't go when I was an adult. I wasn't so sure if you were going to... Are you like ready to go back now? I mean, Nelson wants to go. So maybe he can go. Space, I don't know if I need to go back to Space Just going to go to the moon instead? <laughs> yeah. So, and speaking of that podcast, I think this is kind of interesting going into what we're talking about great American adventures today, which is about like, I think a lot of people when they think about places to go in the States, like they have this list that Mm -hmm. somebody told them, Erin, who was on that podcast, has been on the podcast a couple of times, is currently in the midst of her eight week long annual summer road trip. And she left when I was in Peru. I have no idea. And she doesn't post while she's gone. She only oh, she posts doesn't? when she gets back. So she's somewhere. Oh. 
out west. Wait, she doesn't pose while she's going. No. Oh, that's Once in a while, yeah. Okay. But she well, is she's not focusing po- on the adventure. Exactly. <laughs> so she's out there. She's probably somewhere between Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Wyoming. I but, mean, great place. Yeah. Which is what I think, though. I think it lends itself because that is what I'm... When I think of like a great American adventure, the fact that she goes every year for eight weeks yeah. in an Airstream RV out west. Like, that's a cool trip. Yeah. That's so, awesome. America's, to me, it's a big country. It seems like a lot of local and international travelers are, I think, honestly, people are kind of overwhelmed on where to go and what to do when traveling in the States. Uh, what is, What are the words great American adventure mean to you, maybe? Like, what do you think about, like, when, um, I t- when we talk about that? I mean, I kind of, it's kind of, um, it's kind of a, an adventure that you decide. I feel like choose your own. So it's kind of a choose your own thing because like not everyone always has the same, um, passions in life. So yes. some people might be like, Oh, I want to do a huge hiking thing or Hey, I'm really into games. Like, yeah. so you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to all these like festival or music festivals. Mm-hmm. You want to hit up all those. So it could be a, it's a variety of things. It's, and it's kind of based around your passions and like what you're, really into I think you described that perfectly because that's I used to when I used to travel internationally and even the states I would like I would look at these places and I'd get there and sometimes I'd feel like oh this isn't quite what you thought it would be but it's it wasn't something that I was like totally into oh I see Hmm. yeah and I think it's like there's so much variety here yeah pick your own experience not just what like a a bucket list tells you of like the must do's or the must see's yeah because everyone has their own things that they like to do yeah so i just love the question when i travel internationally and people ask me oh have you been here or like should i go there and and it's like the same three or four places and it's always just interesting it's interesting what my response is now so it's really funny because some um i'm in like a woman who travel um facebook group Mm -hmm. and a lot of the international travelers always ask how to drive from the East Coast to the West Coast in the shortest amount of time. And I'm like, well, that's not really the point of like yeah. driving across the country. Also, it'll probably take you about five days. Yeah, so, yeah it's going to be a long drive, first of all. Maybe three if you're really rushing it. But like, there's then, some, why, then why are you doing it? There is some type <laughs> of fascination, especially with international travels, about doing a coast-to-coast U.S. road trip. I feel like, I but but they that, don't have enough time yeah. to unless you uh, unless you're from Australia and you do that like eight weeker <laughs> like the Aussies love to do. It seems like there's not enough time to do that though. I also don't know if some sometimes I don't know if people understand how big the United States is. Yeah, like it's it's takes a long time to get across. It's huge. Even if you want to go like north to south, like Maine to Florida, that's a long haul yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, yeah, I think it's an experience rather than a sight. Like that's kind of what I was when I asked when I thought about like what do I even like mean by mm-hmm. this? And I think the reason I wanted to talk about it was I think both you and I have done a lot of travel in the states and we're interested in these different experiences and empowering other people to do these different experiences. So, to me, uh, I, this is an interesting. I'll be interested to see like what we each came up with. What are the most popular things you think US citizens go do and see in the country? Um, I think national parks. I think, I think a big one is Niagara Falls. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like a big thing. 
Um, the oceans, like East Coast, West Coast. You're like, picking the whole ocean? Well, like, you know, the <laughs> yeah. Pacific, the yep. Atlantic. I mean, I don't know. People go to Florida all the time, too. That's, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> like, for spring break. Yeah, yeah. Spring break. You yeah, have to, you, yeah. You go to when did When did that become a rule? I, it, it's not a rule. I mean, but it's, it's, like, really weird. My Okay, so when I was in school, everyone either went to Cancun mm-hmm. or Florida and my family was very strange because instead we would road trip down to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Which is a really neat place. It was cool, but I didn't think it was cool because all my friends were going to Cancun and the good part of Florida. So. I did Daytona Beach in college. 25 years later after Daytona Beach was cool to go to <laughs> on spring break, I might add. And then uh, Bahamas and Jamaica. I don't have any... spring breaks? Yeah, those were spring breaks. I think I went to California one time in college, and I went to Cancun. Cancun. Which is stupid. I've been to Cancun, too, which is... Other places in Mexico I'd rather go now. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. So, my list was beach vacations. Number two was nothing. They don't go anywhere. Uh... Three was New York City or Washington, D.C. Oh, I had New York City, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a big one. Oh, and Washington, D.C. That makes sense. People go, yeah, big time. Number four I had was a cruise. People love their cruising. That's true, too. All you can eat, all you can drink. We like our overconsumptions. (laughs) All inclusive. (laughs) Uh, Great, depending on where you live in the country, Great Smoky Mountains or Yellowstone. Like Those are the two, like... You're, you're right. on the West Coast, like, oh, I went to Yellowstone, or like on the East Coast. Like, have you have you been to Smoky Mountains yet? Yeah, I have. Okay. My grandparents live in Nashville, so we used to oh, go when I was right. little. I so haven't gone. So it's just really funny, though, because like, I'm not ragging on people, but they really like to hang out in Gatlinburg. Yeah. And then just like drive into. Mosey on in. They just like drive into <laughs> to see the sights, you know. Yeah, I feel. I, I actually feel like Smoky Mountains kind of gets a bad rap because of that. Because it's, it's actually so a really there. cool park. Oh, it if is. you spend some time in yeah. there and like dig yeah. in there a little bit. Yeah. The last one I had, and maybe this is like a little because of like working where I worked in my twenties, was people love following their favorite sports team somewhere, hmm. like going. I guess that makes sense to see them play. In like in the playoffs or like fo- yeah. or like a different city. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it was an interest. It was an interesting list because it's not really like how I spend any of my time. Not that I haven't gone and done some of these things. Yeah. So, how about international? This was the one I was kind of interested in, and I based this off of what literally when I talk to people who don't live in the states, what they like say where they me. where they usually go, where they either go or where they want to go. In the United States. Yeah, in the United States. New York City. Yep. That's, I think, number Love, one. Number one. Number That's one. what I have, too. They want to go to New York City. Number um, two, number though, two, is a little... Disney World? I don't... That's a pretty good one. I don't... You know what one I get in number two? Vegas, baby. Oh, they would want to go People to Vegas. People love That's Las true. Vegas. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That makes sense. But Disney World, too. I had San Fran... People also love going to San... And this is where you talk, like, with this trip. So I, I was talking to... When I was in Italy, I talked to our tour guide. He used to actually bring Italians over to the States. Mm. Three weeks, they would go New York, D.C., Chicago, 
the Badlands, he said we literally would drive through the Badlands and you mm-hmm. could like stop for a photo. Yellowstone, San Fran, Grand Canyon. That was a trip. Dallas, New Orleans. Back home. Out of Miami. Like wow, three weeks. that's insane. He said he spent more, they said they spent 90% of the time on the bus. He said sometimes they'd even get hotels because they were driving all through the night. Oh my God, that sounds awful. Yeah. Sorry. No. I mean, I guess if you want to see all the sites. I would recommend, so, so he actually said he stopped, he said it kind of ruined his zest for um, traveling in the States. So he stopped and actually takes Americans now in Italy and he only takes them on like, we did like two, like a two week, like very condensed, like we're, like we spent multiple, like we, they got us to Rome and then we spent time in Rome. Yeah. Like on our own. And then they got us to Florence and like went in Florence and he's like, I just said, I was taking these tour groups in these countries and I felt like we weren't seeing them. Yeah. And we're just driving through well, them. Again, because America's very vast. It's huge. I two weeks say, in some of these European countries isn't enough. So I don't know yeah. how you could see America once in two weeks. That's the other thing I did. So I ran, when I was in Detroit um, one time, I ran into a girl who was from France. She was like an artist from France. And she said, this was her trip. She flew into New York, took the train to DC, took a bus to Cleveland took a bus to Detroit and then was taking a bus to Chicago and flying out of Chicago. And I was like, you're taking buses everywhere. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. And she goes, well, you guys don't have a very good train system. I'm like, no, we don't. No. You have a good train system in the East Coast. Yeah. Not. Maybe on the West Coast a little bit. A little bit. But yeah. And I was like, she's like, where are you from? And I said, Columbus. And she goes, I don't know what that's, where that is. And I think it's because Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, New York, DC, those are like old cities. Mm-hmm. So they've been around for a really long time. So they're more known. Yeah, they overseas. have this folklore. Columbus, if people don't know that, know this, it's a little bit of like a newer city, I would say. I for mean, sure. it's it's been around a long time, but it wasn't like a place to go. Like it's the capital of Ohio, but like, does everyone know that? I don't know. Cincinnati and Cleveland. Those have been around a lot longer. People know about them. Yeah, because they were a lot bigger back in the day. Yeah, I do think a lot... I mean, I have a lot of friends who live in Chicago. Who, like, Chicago's, like, a, probably a really cool place to live if you live in, like, downtown Chicago and stuff. Like, but to me, if you're, like, an... If there's just a lot of... I think there's so many other opportunities than, like, seeing, like, a couple of these main big cities or big landmarks to really have, like, an ex- experience in America. Yeah. So we ragged all the things that we wouldn't do. <laughs> now if let's you want to some... do those though, do that. <laughs> go for it. We're just not follow coming. Follow your sports team everywhere. <laughs> go for it. Go follow your sports team. All my friends who are like going, yeah, who are like saving for the when the Bengals go to the Super Bowl in like fifty years. Uh, I I love you still. Yeah, they're gonna laugh at me because they're not gonna let me come. But go do those. But here are some solutions, which I think are alternatives. That are actually great. What I would I just call great American adventures. Um, what do you have? What are some so, great American <laughs> adventures to you or for other people to kind of think of that are not on those lists? So one of mine would be a road trip, but I think what it would be is like pick a region kind of mm-hmm. and figure out a starting and stopping point, and then what do you want to do between those? Yes, um, like you just did in. Yes, you kind of really dominated Utah. Well, that was, I was just going to put that there. Oh, so one would be, ahead. yeah, like a Utah, like mighty five. If you really want to see, you know, some national parks, do the five in Utah. Um, 
That's about perfect for two weeks, right? Like the five national parks in Utah. Yeah, if you're gonna like, yeah, if you're gonna drive through them. Yeah, but like yeah. you can if you stay for two weeks and go see all five of them, like oh yeah, you can actually stay a couple of days and yeah. like really like mm-hmm. do some stuff in them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had um, we already talked about this a little bit, but like do a hike in the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, like just do a. a a partial hike, if you will. I think that's also a great way to meet people and like connect yeah. with people. That's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, we might got a meow in there. Pippa, Pippa's got an opinion. I wonder where Pippa wants, she to, wants go. to go. She wants to go. She wants to go outside. Yeah. Um, and then another one I had was fine. Like th- maybe this is because I just got back from a lake, but like even just like going and like relaxing on a lake, a lake for like a long weekend or a week. That's a. That's great. Rapid fire question answer for me yeah. is relates to what you just said. <laughs> Perfect. Those are good. You know, yeah, I think it's just about like breaking out the monotony, like, or like combining things. Like if you want to go to New York, go see New York city for three days. And then, uh, you know, go there's to like upstate New York. Yeah. Upstate New York is gorgeous. Toronto's really neat. Like you said, Niagara Falls, there's just a lot of different options. If you hear any background noise, Pippa the cat is just tearing it up right now. <laughs> In our podcast studio. Uh, I have, I, I thought a through hike of a national scenic trail. Not like okay. necessarily the PCT or the AT, but like Arizona has this uh, scenic trail that runs like top to bottom, I think. And you can do it in like 20, 20, 30 days, I think. Something like that. What's that? Oh, I, okay. I think it's called I like, talking about. I think it might be the like, Arizona. I thought it was, some, okay. I don't know what it's I thought called. it was called something else because there's three... Yes. Main ones. Yeah. yeah. And that's the third one, and I can't yeah. remember the name of it. The Continental Divide yeah. is ac- in Colorado is actually longer, I think, than the PCT. The- these trails, if you like hiking, are a really neat way, I think, as somebody who just did a trek, to really, like, connect with, like... Because a lot of these also cut through, vi- like, towns. Mm-hmm. And, like, not cities, but, like, little small towns, and you get to talk to people along the way, and then you get to connect with... These are often, like... These are interesting people from around the world that are doing multi-day backpacking trips. So it's kind of a cool cultural also, experience. You also get a trail name, and you get Just which an is FYI. totally badass. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. We gave Matt the trail name Shoppy in Peru because at every single stop, he, he, <laughs> he bought like an alpaca scarf or like coffee. How many scarves did he? Come I had this photo with? of him with like th- like. Five extra bags. Five extra bags. So his trail name was Shoppy. <laughs> so yeah, you got a, you got a trail name like Shoppy. Uh, Bonnaroo Music Festival. Or any type of multi-day camping festival if you like music. I think is a really... Once again, like it's way different. It's totally just... Bonnaroo is my favorite. I went there three times. And I think it gives you a totally different way to like... Nobody goes to rural Tennessee in June, mm-hmm. you can have a really good time down there and a wild adventure down there. That, And this is for stateside people too. I mean, yeah. they're going to a multi-day camping festival if you like music. And also, there are closer ones. Tons. There's tons anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere you look. Just don't go to one in the Bahamas. If the you, Fire Festival. Yeah. No, you should go to there. <laughs> <laughs> if you bought your tickets... <laughs> And haven't gotten any correspondence yet. So it might not happen. If you're looking for something else to do, Tampa, Florida is having a fry festival. Ooh. 
Like F French? F-R-Y-E. Oh. So they're playing off of it. Oh, no. It's like, it's like coming up. Coming. Look, like, up, look up tickets. Like we're going to actually... It's only for like a day. It's like, we're going to be accountable <laughs> and let the people come and see the music? Uh, we'll, we'll put in the show notes just because Ooh. the ticket sales are just really funny. Like that's, what they have. That's good. It's awesome. And my... I thought, uh, you know, a lot of people go to... Like you talked about earlier, the big cities, the big old cities. Mm-hmm. Visit some small towns and random places in mid-sized cities. Like the, I love the mid-sized cities. We both reference in our podcast. I reference Boulder. You reference Austin, Austin. Columbus, Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon on the mm-hmm. west and east. There's a lot of cool mid-sized cities, I think. That Santa Fe. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Like, there's tons. Even Albuquerque. Yes. See? Put it out Love there. it. Love it. <laughs> so those, and then, yeah, a coast-to-coast van road trip, if you have enough time, would be pretty epic. So that's, that's kind of what I had. Um, and I think... I think they open, for me, I like them because I feel like they open me up and they change me. They give me perspective. They give, like, we always talk about perspective when we travel. And, like, that's something that both both mm-hmm. of us have talked about and all of our guests talk about, like, why they like to travel. And I get that a lot internationally. But I can't say I necessarily get that if I just go to, like, a big city and take a photo of the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe if I went into, like, uh, the Bronx and, like, connected with, like, yeah, an you went old, to like a cooking class or like yeah. you did like some sort of like foodie tour. But I can't say that like the to-do landmark list necessarily like open your perspective. So that's why I like trying some of these like that's true American adventures because I think it give in my, the country I live in, uh, I can get some of that perspective that I'm seeking internationally. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, also part of it is I think like maybe so for me like. I was I just went to the Grand Canyon, but almost everyone goes to the South Rim because it's easier to get to. And I made the choice to go to the North Rim because it's a little bit more desolate and colder, by the way. Way colder. It snowed. Way cooler. <laughs> and so, I mean, you can also think about things like that. Like, you can still... So, for instance, we were just talking about DC. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's the 20th anniversary of the moon landing. Um this July. This is like our and, ongoing sorry, theme of this podcast. I love talking it. Talking about the space all the time. Space and moon and will so never go away. And they're actually having a celebration um, there. Really? Yeah, July 20th, 19th to 20th, and they're doing an all-night party on the, like, what's that called? The lawn? Not the lawn, but... The, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Are you going? The mall. The mall. <sighs> I wanted to go. We can't go now. <sighs> Maybe I'll tell Diane before a cooking class. Maybe she'll go. She should go. Yeah. We need to have somebody there. I mean, I really like, wanted to go. We need to have like, like a... It just didn't work out because... Yeah. If any hashtag 59 community members are yes. going to be at this, we would love for you to do a takeover of our IG <laughs> account during this epic... I'll put all... We'll put that information yes. in the show notes too. Yes. Because... But that's something way pretty. different in a way to see... Way to see DC in a totally different way. Yeah. Especially if you like space stuff. Yeah. See, Which, so bring your passions or like what you're interested in into part of this adventure travel. Exactly. That's, I think that's, you know what? We could have just probably had this be a 30 second podcast. <laughs> that's it though. I mean, you just knit like, that's the line though. That's what we. Like, what do you like to do? And then focus your travel kind of around that if you want to. Exactly. Uh, I had a question. Do you have anybody who comes to mind as like, like pioneers of like this. Cause I feel like this is kind of a little bit of movement. I didn't 
come up with this. You didn't come up with it. Like people are doing this type of travel more and more seeking these random Airbnbs made now has experiences for the cities. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Did you? Well, Forrest Gump. Oh, that's true. I'm just saying. kidding. No, uh, I mean. That is true. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know. It's a movie though. Yeah. Ran um, all the way to Monument Lewis Valley from Clark. Alabama. Yeah, Lewis and Clark. You know, I thought that, I mean, like the Native Americans like literally lived in harmony with the land and roamed it and like migrated yeah. with it. Like, yeah. that's kind of what that we're was, talking about here in a way. Like, so that was one of the things when I was at the Grand Canyon, we went on this one trail and there was an old um, footprint of like a house that the Native Americans had lived in. But during the, so they were only, they only lived there though in the summer. And in the wintertime, they went to the middle of the canyon because it was, it's warmer there. Yes. Um, and they harvested and they came back up. Where they lived was so much smarter than how we live. We would be toast out there. Yeah. <laughs> Between our air conditions and heaters. I also thought, yeah, then there's like the kind of, like the John Wesley Powell, the first person to go down the Grand Canyon in like this wooden raft without a map. And like John Muir, who used to like climb up like the oh, yeah. sequoias in Yosemite during the thunderstorm because he wanted to know what the trees felt like. I mean, they kind of set the stage for us, I think, a little bit to like tap into your passions. So, um, I, as I was looking for it, though, I kind of felt like it was like, you know, it was a, the ones that we think of. My, it's kind of like ones that either they, this crazy sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I mean, the white privilege, like those mm-hmm. old explorers got yeah. that because they were able to. And then the um, the conservationists mm-hmm. that were just that was kind of like the groups. So uh, do you think, you know, are these city trips or can they be outside of the cities um like so i mean yes so um is it seth yes seth wrote a a blog post um one of our blog posts about great falls virginia which is like 30 minutes not even 30 minutes 15 minutes outside of washington dc um if you live in the state of new york and you're in new york city you can take a train like into the Adirondacks, yeah, yeah, which look awesome. Yeah, which I have friends who live in New York City, and they summer—not well, the whole summer, yeah. mind you—a weekend. Part way in the, part in the Hamptons, and then part in, not the, part in the Hamptons. <laughs> they take like a weekend trip up to the Adirondacks, and they really like it. So, um, I think there's, and I mean, even Chicago. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, so we would go to um, the Indiana Dunes. Then Number sixty one now national park screwing up our name. I know. So we um we go there almost every summer because it's on the shores of Lake Michigan, and my dad would always joke that we were going urban camping, and I was like, "What are you talking about? How are we doing this, Dad?" And, he, and I was like, "We're camping in Chicago because they would be telling me we were going to Chicago and we're yeah. going to go urban camping." Close. And I was like, what is this? It's like half. A, it's like a half an hour. Away, Chicago yeah. and the the dunes. I think it could be longer. That's but. so. But th- so make yeah. Do so the combo. Would, yeah. So we would go and camp at the dunes, and then we'd take a day trip in Chicago. Love so. it. I thought you know I was thinking about like even there's there's uh, bike groups in the cities. There's uh, mm-hmm. art crawls. There's farmers markets. There's volunteer activities. Like there's those there's punk rock bars. There's trail running associations. Like. Find your yeah. find your your uh, 
tribe. Your passion. Find your passion. <laughs> go find the tribe. In the city, they're, they're probably going to be there in some shape yeah. or form. And go connect with them yeah. from around the world, I think. Um, last question before rapid fire. What is, to you, what's an outlandish great American adventure that you would like think about? Uh, she just gave me a look. Because I didn't read that question until oh, yeah. Right now. I know. That's what I was thinking. I have two. Why don't you go? Okay. I'll answer and my own think, question. I'll think about it. Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> What's an outlandish great American adventure? I thought biking the whole A1A from like... <gasps> A1A, Beachside Avenue. Sorry. That's right. Vanilla <laughs> Ice, if you're listening, we love you. Uh, from like South Beach... To Key West, um, all the way down Key West to like the southernmost point of the continental U.S. I think that would be like that would be cool. really random, like November maybe or February, like yeah. especially if you live in the Midwest. And then I thought um, I had a neighbor growing up. My neighbor Tony, uh, him and his wife, re- like rented a camper from like Cincinnati, and they drove they drove all the way to Alaska and back. Oh, really? On the, and spent like it was like the whole summer though. Like they spent time in the canadian rockies they spent time in like montana and they spent a lot of time in alaska and did uh like that's an epic that's cool that's a long they were both teachers and oh, they have yeah so that's mine do you have an answer um, now kind of so i think one that would be really cool would be going from um the bottom of california to the top uh, of um washington yeah and you could bike that too yes you could you no i but yeah you could, you could also take a train you can freaking walk it if you, you if you got the time. You to. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I think the summary though is like it's not that the lists are bad. It's not that like some of the stuff's not cool to see, but there's a lot more out there. Yeah. And find out what you like to do and then involve other things around it. Bam. Okay, rapid fire. One place every American should visit in the lower forty eight. Is that for me? Yes. Um, I would say the Grand Canyon, but that's only because I keep running into people who are from Arizona who tell me they've not been there. And I'm like, it's in your state. You got to. <laughs> so. Yes. So I tried to pick something like really random and I thought, uh, how about ice fishing in the winter in Minnesota? Or upper, or Michigan. Or Michigan. You do that. Yeah. Either or one. Or Wisconsin. Yeah. Any, any of those, those places. Yep. All three of those up there. <laughs> but Minnesota has more lakes. Yeah, they do. They do. How about one place every international traveler should not worry so much about seeing in the the lower lower 48? 48. So I said the New York side of Niagara Falls. Mm, Good answer. Because the Canadian side's so much better. Canadian side's so much better. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Like they didn't mess it up. (laughs) I know. So I kind of did this like, I did like a little math equation. I wrote Portland, Oregon. Austin, Texas, Fort Collins, Colorado, the C bus, our hometown, mm-hmm. Portland, Maine, Sedona, Arizona, greater than Boston, <laughs> Chicago, Philly, LA. And like my point is like, not don't I'm not dogging the big the top big cities, but like I just think there's a lot of cool smaller cities. Mid-sized cities. Like yeah. I'm I'm still talking like a million people. Yeah. Like markets like 12 through like 35. We're not, yeah. I'm not talking about like 20 person towns, but like we all, it seems like a lot of people gravitate towards those top like mm-hmm. eight. And I just, I don't know, like uh, give me, give me Austin over Dallas like every day. 
I mean, I, I mean, actually, I've never been to Dallas, so I can't say anything. Been there, but so, I mean, it's just the point. I'd rather though. go to I think, Austin. I think the mid-sized cities have a lot you of charm. You can also put Nashville in there. And Nashville should Sorry. definitely be in the greater than. Yes. <laughs> Best state for great American adventures. Uh, I had Washington State. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That Washington oh, okay. State. Do you know? Well, this is why I put it, though. We love Washington. It's just because if you're in, like, Seattle or something, it's very easy to get to, a, like, All three different places. national parks. Vancouver. Like, oh, yeah. You definitely go to Vancouver. It's, like, two hours away. Three hours away. Yeah. So. The Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah, that, too. <laughs> uh, how about best state or best city? For Great American Adventures, uh, I, I put Seattle. Nice. I put. De- <laughs> I went with Denver. Same idea though. Yeah. Within like it's close by, l- close by to stuff. a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. And really close hop, and it's a cool city. It's probably actually my favorite big city. Which one? Denver. I like Denver. Yeah. Would you walk, bike, run, or drive your Great American Adventure? Um. I mean, I I think biking it would actually be kind of fun. So yeah. I put biking. Nice. Um, what did you pick? I put all the above. I would probably take a car with a bike and then leave time <laughs> to like walk and run extended periods of time. There and is somebody, I wanted to add this really quickly. Yeah. There is somebody um, that I'm following on Instagram. I'll have to look it up and give it to people, but he is walking or running actually from California to Ohio um, for, to some, for some charity. Love I it. think it's something about like homelessness. Some awareness. Yeah. He's making a documentary about it. Too. That's great. I also... I think he's from Columbus. That's why I know this. We're also following some people who are walking the border between uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and, Me- and Mexico. And oh, really? With all the border cities. And like the stories are very powerful. Oh. So this is kind of deep, you know, uh, for hopefully for some, not us, debunking yeah. some myths of like, you know, what's going on there. So too. yeah, very interesting. Uh, last one. What is a rising great American adventure or one on the decline? I did not have one. So why don't you answer okay. your question? Well, I'm happy <laughs> really to do sorry. that, I guess. No, it's okay. <laughs> I clearly was on that the was beach. That was still a rapid fire answer. I was on the beach and I'm like, oh. You're in I Traverse do that City, one. just <laughs> on cloud nine. We love it there, though. <laughs> I thought on the rise is a multi month, like, do good trip amongst millennials specifically, like, where they go do, like, it could be volunteering or like mission work or like give away like art they create. Like there's mm-hmm. the millennials inspire me. Oh. I'm not one. You are. Yes, you are. Am You're I? a cusper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel good. Uh, but I think like they want to do a greater good instead of just like checking off a bucket list. Yeah. And then on the decline, unfortunately, I think is families packing their bags and driving across the country without kind of like a plan. And just like mm. in terms of like. Like, let's just go for, like, it seems like it's like one week, Florida. Mm, like I see. And it's like, uh, we would go sometimes, we weren't quite sure, like, maybe we'll come home this day, or maybe we'll come home like two days after that. Or like, we didn't, just kind of a little like, fly by your see your pants, or like, we didn't know exactly where we were going to camp. So. <laughs> that would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it's on the decline. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Get rid of them. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this was like episode maybe like 33 or 36 or something. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. It's about time just the two of us did it. So uh, we appreciate you. If you have uh, any questions, comments, uh, throw in your thoughts, leave us review on iTunes with five stars preferably if you like what you hear. 
Uh, it supports the hashtag 59 community. And stay tuned with us on our website for our latest blogs, podcasts, and events. Anything else, Amy? Nope. Peace out, homies. <laughs>